This is another episode of our journey. My husband and I have been married for a few years. We're still newlyweds. We have an entrepreneurial spirit and we have a lot of adventures. So I'm Melanie. And this is Chris. Thanks for listening. Coming at you live from the beach. We are literally sitting on the sand of Mission Beach Beach, the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> and uh, it's been a while. We're the kind of people that on vacation, we don't, well, I definitely don't care to update the whole world on where I am every single second and post pictures and stuff. So it's been a little MIA getting to this vacation, but now we're here and it's actually our last day here. So I thought I'd give you a little update since we're a few days from the 50 and that's probably the biggest thing we talk about on this journey podcast. I maybe talked about any of the stuff you're doing for the... Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll share more too. Yeah. So those last week we've split our miles into about six tens. So we've run 10 miles, six days out of about eight. And uh, now it's time to get in a good stretch the rest of this week and lessen the miles and be prepared for the 50 which will be nerve-wracking I'm sure and uh, I was a little nervous about it yesterday and um, nerve, nerve-wracking yet uh, you know exciting and tough yeah and it, it's been really interesting to be this close we were here in California for almost a week so um, the the week before the Saturday before just thinking wow in one week from today, where will we be? <laughs> like Chris will have run 50 miles or we'll just be waking up or anything else. It's just, it's wild to think about because it's taken a few months to get to this point. And it's been fun because Howie's done 10 mile runs almost each day, almost each day while we've been here, right? Oh uh, yeah, I think we've missed one day. Um, but one of them, we rented bikes, so I followed him on a bike. Another day, uh, I rented a electric scooter, which was very costly, so don't do that for an hour and a half. Um, but followed him on that. Other times, we just saw him run back and forth on the boardwalk. It's been really fun. And he had a cool thought about it, which, which if you're on Chris Avery Coaching or if you're following on Instagram, check out the stories today uh, on Wednesday, and you'll see a little bit of insight from that. But it's, it is a little nerve-wracking. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh... It's just crazy it's here, you know. You put a goal out there and you look at it and you go, wow, that's so far out, that's so far away. Four months, three months, whatever it may be, yet it just slowly sneaks up on you. And you go, maybe I should have put it farther out so I could have prepared more. <laughs> but uh, that's that's part of the goal, it's part of the challenge. It's no matter what happens, we complete it, we don't. We run for 12 hours, we run for 24 hours. Whatever we get from it, it's about becoming more. And so to me, that's, that's the fun part. It's becoming more and whatever we get from it, we'll learn more about ourselves from doing the hard. Yes. And as far as the setting up for the 50 goes, I feel ill prepared, but I also feel prepared. And now, now we're at the point of figuring out, okay, so who all is really going to be there? One person, his hard and his, his 50 is riding a bike. So we're going to figure out where exactly we can be at a point where he can join because he's not going to do all 50. And there's some of that coordination that needs to be had. And then we have all the fuel. We have everything pretty much ready to go. Just toss in the car and then we record along the way. So it's this is an adventure for all so of us. Here we go. Here we go. Other than that, do you have anything else to talk about about the 50? 
I know, like, we haven't done a podcast for maybe one or two weeks. So, really, in the weeks coming, you've just been training like always. Yep, just been running, you know, 2017s on the weekends, you know. Um, been doing them back-to-back just to, because that's what the gentleman suggested to us that we talked to. The ultra And, uh, yeah, just excited to run it and see what we get out of it. So, I was on the TikTok the other day, and I found a video of a lady who... She said, it took me 17 hours and so so many, so many minutes, and it was late at night. And then it said, um, I ran my first ultra marathon, 50 miles. And so I showed Chris, because it was, it was a really emotional video of her running to the end, but her dad finished the last mile with her, and her mom was screaming on the phone, because uh, she was, like, recording. And I said, Chris, this is so cool. And I, I talked to that girl for a minute and said, hey, my husband's running 50 on the 10th. And I, I hope I'm like that excited and emotional like you guys. And she goes, that's awesome. And then we were thinking, I have not yet looked it up because it doesn't really matter. But would Chris technically be an ultra marathoner? I've always thought ultra meant 100 miles. But I want I just want to call him like the the mega marathoner because he's a mega cool guy for doing this or something maybe it's just anything over 100 i mean over 26 you know because uh, what do you call because that's just called a marathon so 26.3 i'm an ultra marathoner i, I should have know. known that <laughs> i'm just bringing it up you know? yeah maybe it is it's a big deal um other than that i've been really busy around the clock with glenn ray's corn maze helping the party collab um being a part of that very much so and oh and um that means like making we had a wizard day last week so we made 300 plus wands and that means we got chopsticks we got hot glue guns to make little designs on the chopsticks then we painted them then then dipped them in glitter so that there was an end to them so very a very long project what do the chopsticks become wands and they're like sarah was the one who painted and glitterized them so she did different colors she painted some brown with some black candles and then all different color glitter tops so that it could be a little bit personalized and almost each of the hot glue handles that we made were different so it was it was very much so like oh I like this design and it was really fun it was it was fun to see fun to put together um and even if they weren't I don't think we didn't like sell out of all of them, but since we have leftover ones, we can definitely reuse those for maybe our witches theme day or Halloween day. So that's a bonus with having a lot of extra for a month long of events. <laughs> um, and then other, other than that, we've been making lots of just crafts on crafts on crafts because when we have an outside venue, it's almost like we need to fill a lot of space so it looks very themed or put all of our things in one space so it looks like a theme space which I think we're going to do is condense our theme so that it looks very full where it is so I got to tell you it's a big learning curve I'm learning a lot Sarah's learning a lot um we we're hoping that we're learning and going forward and not learning and saying oh crap we should have could have but sometimes we feel that way and uh any any secrets you figured out that you want to share yeah I would just say I think there's expectations that need to be met. So Sarah and I, I don't, I don't remember like every detail of what we said, but at the very beginning, if we said, Hey, we have never done an event to this magnitude before. I don't know if that would make someone go, Ooh, I don't want you to do this event, but to say something similar of 
this is something new to us to work with a corn maze and we want to feed your expectations so when you picture this theme day what do you picture and like the the person who hired us said she she expects it to be magical so um getting a better idea of what that means to her so that way we're not thinking oh magical is doing this when she never thought that would be something or if she comes to you and says, hey, this is what I think magical is, you can say, well, you either need to pay us more and you need to up the budget to make that magical, or here's what we can produce for your budget and for your price. Yeah, and working which one, with... Which one do you want? Yeah, and working with that is a big deal because sometimes... And she she's never worked with an event planner before, so that's also something that is our, I would say, our duty to kind of educate on like, hey, this is really the parameters on what we can do. Um, unless, unless we need to change something like what Chris said, like budget or with anything else. So it's been a big learning curve and it's, it's, it's crazy how much work there can go into this. And it, it sometimes still just looks empty because there's so much space at a corn maze. So we're doing our best and pivoting where we can, um, and doing our best not to just be frustrated or, you know, all the negativeness that comes with, oh, I think I'm doing something great and maybe it's not as great as everyone hopes. So we're doing our best with that. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been nice to be in California and I have to really do everything around the clock. And I'm super grateful for Sarah taking over while I've been here, just planning on doing nothing. And I've worked here and there, but that's a good thing about a vacation is you have plenty of time that you can do nothing, which is what we've done. And this is with Chris's family. It's with his mom, stepdad and brother. And they're very, very much the people who just, they love to eat. So we looked up restaurants beforehand. If those are open, yep, we're going to California because it's really fun. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> and since today's the last day, I got to tell you my favorite restaurant that we do go to is called The Cheese Shop. It's in La Jolla. And I think I've shared on here that my favorite, like the way to my heart and my favorite food. Check it out. It's the best. It's the best sandwich place around. La Jolla. Thank you. My favorite food is sandwiches, as Chris blurtedly said. Um, it, it is super good. You definitely should check it out. It's a great business. There's great people behind it. Best oatmeal cookies in the world. What makes them so good? Because I, I knew the secret because I started following them on Instagram, but what do you think makes them good? Heroin. They put heroin okay. in it. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true, no. Uh, I mean, I think it's like the... It's probably brown sugar or something that they put in there, or molasses, or I don't know. You They're flourless almond based. But what's the? Sweet? I think they use. I think they use. It's almond flour. No. You know how almonds are kind of sweet. The, the sweetener. What do they put in it? I don't know. Go ask them today. It's like. But they say flourless sugar, almond oatmeal cookies. Syrup. Yeah, it, maybe cane syrup, brown sugar, something. But when you think of an oatmeal cookie, what do you think of? Shut your eyes, taste it. Boom. Okay, scratch that because these are nothing like that. So they're they're kind of thinner. They're tackier. That's all I could say. Like they're just tacky cookies. Like the the, the sticky tackiness. They are tacky, yeah. But they're so good. So good. So good. <laughs> and they have a really good. Order pastrami. some today. They'll be running out. Hurry, get to the phone quick and call them. Oh yeah, we called yesterday. We're like, can you set aside uh, three dozen cookies so we could take them home? <laughs> I need to call and make sure they still have that correct. Because <laughs> they, they run out daily, so you want to make sure you put it in your order. Yes. So, that's my favorite place, and I, I've, I've been looking forward to this the whole time we've been in California. And they will mail them to you now, so that's something new they've done in the last couple of years. So they can mail them if uh, you're looking for some 
the most delectable cookies you've ever had. Yeah, because I think for either your birthday or Christmas, your mom and I split the cost. And I don't remember how much shipping was. It was costly, but it was worth it for two dozen cookies to be sent our way. <laughs> you guys got them for my uh, two years ago birthday. And then we they my mom just sent us some recently, not, not too, too long ago. Recent enough to where they're already gone from our freezer. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Ooh, we love it. So that's a big old update. Sorry it's been a couple weeks. But also not sorry because we've just been crazy busy. You know how, what's that quote they say, before you leave town, you're the busiest ever. The most productive you'll ever be. Yes, because you're getting everything done. You're almost going double time so that when you're gone, you don't have to do much or anything at all. So that's what it's been like. Late nights, early mornings, lots of work, lots of, uh, I feel like I rarely saw you before we came on this vacation. Just maybe late at night for a minute and then we both crashed. Or I crashed and you kept working. Yes, that's how it worked. Exactly. (laughs) So, if you can hear that white noise, it's the ocean. We're enjoying it. Uh, Wish you were all here with us. But, (laughs) no we don't. (laughs) But we do hope that anyone, whether you're at home, whether you even want to tell us, or if you just want to do it on your own, choose your 50 on October 10th. And that means choose something that is so hard for you and do part of it. Or do all of it. Chris is running 50. That's his hard. That's his 50. What's your 50? Find that out and do that with us. If you'd like to have us help hold you accountable, reach out and say, how did it go? Please let us know. I'll put our Instagram handles, um, emails, or anything on the show notes here. Do you have any last comments, babe? Yep. Thank you for joining us. Order those cookies. You won't regret it. Order the cookies, run 50 miles, you know, whatever. Whatever you're here for. Eat, eat the cookies after you run 50 miles. That's the key. Because then you'll burn, I don't know, way too many calories. 50,000 plus calories in that day so you can eat a cookie. We haven't really talked about this, but after we ran the marathon together, I remember I was I was maybe 10 miles out and I was like, man, I just can't wait to get home to relax. Like we had our whole, our couch was clean. We cleaned everything. We had junk food ready to go. We had bags of ice. We could do an ice bath, but we haven't really talked about what you're doing for recovery right after other than an ice bath. So maybe we need to think about, we'll get cookies set up. We'll clean the couch off. We'll get some movies lined up just to sit and stretch, roll, eat, get a massage planned or. Yeah. Some muscle work done. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a rewarding part to plan. I love it. Cool. It's a great idea. We should do that. Okay. We'll talk about that on our next podcast. After my legs don't fall off on the 50. We'll be back to you with Sunday and how much pain it is. This will be exciting. Okay. This is the last Our Journey podcast before the 50. Thanks if you've been following along. Um... I feel like we need to be more epic than this just to end it. But I guess next week will be more epic because you actually run the 50. Go get your 50. Mic drop. Follow us. We love you. We appreciate you. Go get it. Go get them. <laughs>